neutral corner. In the neutral corner. Hey guys, welcome back to In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. Um, I'm here back again after taking a week off. Um, didn't didn't do one last week. I kind of busy um, with both professional and personal lives, and also just you know kind of wanted to. I've been putting them out, putting them out, putting them out, putting them out. So I, I kind of wanted to give it some time to sizzle and and, and let things kind of happen. So there was things to discuss for this podcast um and a lot did happen um you know unfortunately for me I was not able to watch any of the UFC fights and am currently catching up right now on the Devin Haney Lomachenko fight because I was at Island Fights last night Island Fights 77 our local show here in Pensacola uh put on a great card 10 fight card um, and those guys, every one of them showed up to fight, uh, had one of my own, uh, training partners fight last night. Um, I had some other guys that I know very well and have trained with in the past fight last night. And so it was an overall good night. A lot of people in the house, a lot of people showed up, uh, to watch the fight. A lot of big names and local fighters were there. So always love attending the Island fights. I always love setting the ring up and being a part of, the island fights is such a great atmosphere to be in and be around especially locals and to have so many um local fighters that have done so well for themselves and done well for for the fight game around here um the first fight of the night uh one of the guys from team remedy made his uh kickboxing debut his name is aiden uh don't really remember his last name but i spar with him a few times every now and then over there at Remedy whenever I was able to go uh, on Saturdays for their sparring. And the kid is 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 a bull. He's just as tough as nails, keeps coming forward. And whenever they announced that he was actually going to be fighting, I pretty much figured he was going to do well just because he spars everybody. You know, it doesn't matter what size they are, and he always keeps going, and he takes, uh, he takes the criticism and uh applies it and uh so he did well um i wasn't able to watch his fight i was in the back uh wrapping hands for for one of my fighters um competing later on in the evening and so the first three fights i actually did not get to watch live but i know that they were good fights um i heard about them i heard that they were some good fights i think the second one was a little bit back and forth the second or third one was back and forth and, uh, but I was in the back warming up, warming up my, uh, training partner, a guy that I kind of help coach. His name's Chase Wolford, um, friend of the podcast. He's, we've interviewed him before and we're going to sit down and have an interview with him later on, whether it be today or tomorrow, uh, talking about his experience at Island Fights. Uh, Chase, this is his first fight in which he was trained and had a camp and had a coach and you know did things uh properly so i want to ask him what that was like not just kind of going in there winging it and going from there he also had an opponent back out on him a week of the fight didn't think he was going to fight this weekend 
had a fight offer in Tampa. Then he got a fight to fight on this one. And I kind of want to ask him about the uh, roller coaster of emotions that that takes on you, the toll that that takes. And, uh, you know, kind of how, how, how he felt and, and, and how he, how he stayed focused throughout that process. You know, um, I know how I do it, um, but it's always interesting to get different looks and different aspects from different folks and how they handle the stresses of fighting and things like that. I also want to talk to him about his performance. So spoiler alert, Chase won. Um, he knocked a guy out in the first round, more of a TKO, more of hit the guy. And it was the guy kind of like felt that punch and then went down. And, um, I'm really proud of Chase. You know, we've put in a lot of time. I put in a lot of effort with him and sparred a lot of rounds, drilled a lot of rounds, really put in the work and the effort to try to help him and help him ch change his little brawling style but not change him completely, you know, you need that brawl, you need that brawl in you, you need to be able to pull it out at any time, well, um, you know, I thought he did well, I thought he did well with handling the, the change of opponents, the maybe not having an opponent, maybe having an opponent, he warmed up well, he looked good warming up, that was, that was a confidence booster for me, and then when he went out there, you know, it was a quick fight, and his opponent, wasn't necessarily the most dangerous guy. He was a late replacement. But what I'm impressed with was how Chase went out there and performed and stayed sharp. You know, there was a moment where he started to get sloppy and then he stayed sharp and he remembered his training and he went out there and he did what he has been taught and what we've been learning. And I'm really proud of him for that because it's easy to go out there and forget everything you've learned and go to old habits and just start swinging and and missing but he stopped he set the things up he was listening to his coaches very proud of him and very excited to see where his future goes um there were some really good fights after that um the co-main event was funny heavyweights followed or light heavyweights and one guy was just beating the tar out of this other guy and i don't even think he threw a punch back for like two solid minutes and the other guy was just pummeling him, just chasing him around the ring and got tired trying to pummel him out. But at the end of the day, that guy signed up to be in there. So, you know, I don't really feel bad for him. Um, way to keep the pressure. Uh, Coleman Young in the in the co-main event, way to keep the pressure. Keep your composure and not get caught with something stupid rushing in there. So he had a good victory. Um and then the main event, dude, the main event, my boy, Cam Bennett, he came out there and looked like a monster. He, um, his last fight, he looked really good. He went, he took the guy, he dropped, hurt the guy, took him down, choked him out. Well, this time he went in there and the first exchange, Cam buried his head and let the combinations fly. And that's what you've got to do. Too many people are focused on you know, hitting and not getting hit, and, and that is the name of the game, but sometimes you have to just bite down on the mouthpiece, tuck your chin, and throw that combo, because something's going to land, and then in that second exchange, I don't know, it's so hard to see, because it happens so quickly, 
but it was either a really short right hand or a really short tight left hook and it it completely i mean it knocked the guy out the guy was asleep before he hit the ground i'm so proud of cam i can't can't express that enough he he deserves everything he's getting he puts in the work he's got a heart of gold and i just couldn't couldn't be happier for him you know i can't can't wait to see what the next step is for him i mean he went out there i don't even think he got punched <laughs> like i mean maybe once looked really good the other guy look you know knew what he was doing he's an experienced guy so it was a very um it was a very good matchup just you know just being sharp being quick and to the point so very proud of everybody out there and and, and it was really cool to have such a short uh you know 10 fights in out done uh there was a boxing match that's the one i wanted to talk about um uh what's his name Corey. Corey stokes he fought that uh dude gavin and i didn't know that that's who they were fighting but like they did that and then i uh realized that, that i wrapped his hands but i've actually trained over there with uh Corey and Woodrow and all them didn't realize that when I was wrapping his opponent's hands but uh that was a really good boxing match that was it was fun to watch like good action packed boxing matches are always so fun to watch because I mean it, to me there's just nothing like it you know I, I guess you know good action-packed MMA fight probably does take the cake but there is something about just watching two men throw punches at each other until one of them one of them falls and I think that Corey's body shots just added up. And honestly, say what you will. Call people quitters all you want. The body shots, they hurt. It's just a different pain. Like getting punched in the head, it doesn't hurt like you like you would think. But getting punched in the body, there's pain with that. Along with it taking your breath away. And along with sometimes it just shutting your body down completely. And the body shots got him that TKO. 30 seconds left in the fight. Uh, great fight. Great showing for both dudes. Um, super, uh, just super proud of everybody that, that showed up and, and fought their hearts out. And uh, just a great night of events. Had a great time. And uh, looking forward to more Island fights. There's two more coming up. And uh, hopefully... Hopefully the fights will keep staying as good as they've been here uh, lately. The matchmaking's been great. And, um, yeah, I'm just super happy and super looking forward to what's to come. Um, I kind of just give this quick little synopsis over what happened. Um, not a whole lot happened. I wasn't able to watch any of the UFC fights. I heard that Mackenzie Dern did really well and looked phenomenal. And that Angela Hill looked like... Uh, just, I mean, that she looked really good and she just took all that punishment and kept coming. Um, so I'll have to go back and watch that. And then, you know, I heard that Vasily Lomachenko got robbed, that everybody's really upset. And so I'll get more into that. I'm going to take this time to segue into my interviews with uh, Chase Wolford. So thank you guys for listening. And I really hope you enjoy the interview. All right, man, I'm here with Chase Wolford, fresh off of what was that, like a minute? 55 seconds. 55 seconds, so not even a full minute, dude. Not even. Man, 
first round knockout victory. Um, I was saying earlier that I was wanting to know there was a lot of like questions and unanswered things going into this fight being that you've fought every other fight without coaches, without proper training camp, without like proper sparring right. um, and things like that. And I was wanting to know how that affected your mentality going in. Did it make you more nervous? Did it make you less nervous, more comfortable? <clears throat> oh man, night and day difference uh, with comfort for sure. I did the one to just look in the mirror and see the difference and just weight loss in itself. Like, that alone, you know, feels good. So to just know that, like, you're doing something feels good. Uh, yeah, man, as far as... Uh... <coughs> you know, well, like, so your other fights, you didn't have a coach, right? You just basically trained yourself. How was that? You Like you said, you were hitting the bags, things like that. So what difference did you feel... And it doesn't, <clears throat> maybe there was no difference. Was there a difference or did you feel different walking into this ring last night knowing that, yes, I look different, right? We've already established that. You felt different. You right. already established that. Was there like a confidence boost knowing like, man, I'm training with these guys and I'm actually training now? Or Yeah. Uh, well, one, like, yeah, the, as far as the training, man, you're not trying to toot your horn or, or my, you know, my horn or our horn or whatever. But I hear not, you know, not just my opinion. My opinion's the same because obviously I I train with you, so I think that. But like, you know, you're a high class, high class guy around here. You know, you're pretty looked up to around here from athletes and and people. You got recognition and from what you've done. So it's been extremely helpful in that aspect to know other people. Oh, you're with RJ, man. You, you know, we know you're doing good. Your boxing's up there, and I've heard that over and over. And I'm not like I said, I'm not just trying to your horn to make you feel good. But at the end of the day, it's something that, yeah, it's helped me a lot. It, it just confidence and everything else. Having having people to have my back, 100%. Not saying that the guys in my old gym didn't have my back. Like I said, it was just a rundown. At the end of the spree thing, sucks, sucky deal. And then like I just kept fighting, and but so. Yeah, to have that support and 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 training and and everything else and really knowing what I'm doing, not just running and and game planning, the air. you know, game yeah. planning, pushing you through rounds, yes. like specific type sparring rounds, right? Yeah, we did a lot of that for this. Yeah, you know, like all right, we're only doing takedowns, or we're only doing this this round, or we're only doing this this round, and really kind of honing your skills. Um, well, I appreciate the compliments from the masses my peers and you um one thing i want to compliment you on and that i had said earlier uh is that you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink right, right. and so like i can teach you ever i can teach you how to throw things but it's i can't make you understand how to utilize those tools so i can i can lay down a pipe wrench a crescent wrench, you know, I can I can lay down these plumbing tools in front of you, but that doesn't mean that you are going to have the brain to be able to utilize those tools to do your work. And that's something I was very impressed with, that in that ring, regardless of the caliber of your opponent, you went in there, you had composure, you had patience, your strikes were sharp, they were straight, which is even hooks, even uppercuts, everything comes from a center line and a straight. 
and you looked good there. You, yeah. you're, everything, I was very proud. I was very happy with the way that your techniques looked. And like anything, in every fight, my fights, everybody's fights, world champions, every fight, even no matter what, there's always things to look at and improve. Yeah. That's how you know you're a real fighter and you're going to get better is you can you can look at everything and see. But the absolute majority of that fight, you did everything well. I even was happy with you got into a brawl with him for a second and you realized it. I don't know if you know you did or not, but you backed out and jabbed and then set and brawling's not bad. There there are times to brawl. Right. There really are. You yeah. have to have that dog in you. Right. But being smart on when to brawl is what helps the longevity, but is also what helps things like uh, you know, just like lucky punches. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Lucky punches. Uh, for example, Cam, in the main event, that guy he fought went into a brawl. Mm -hmm. He had that brawl in him, but he didn't expect Cam to have that. I don't, I don't know if it was a short right hand or a short left hook, but it was quick Ow. and it put him out. The dude Ooh. was asleep before he went to the ground. <laughs> yeah. But that's what that's what can happen in a brawl. The difference was his chin was up and, and Cam's chin was tucked. Mm -hmm. So I'm very proud of that, and I'm glad that you have that confidence. One thing that we can do is improve on that by, you know, um, upping our training, doing different things. Like there's different ideas that I have for us to help improve your game. With that being said, this was an MMA fight. Your last fight was an MMA fight. Uh -huh. Are you really wanting to do MMA more, or are you wanting to do boxing a little bit, or kickboxing, or just pretty much anything <clears> they <throat> offer you? Like uh, you're yeah, yeah. Where honestly, wherever I get the offers, um, my my first fight was boxing. My second fight was kickboxing. My third fight was MMA. If they offered me a Muay Thai fight, I've never trained it, and I'd fight it tomorrow. Uh, it's just I I really it's just one getting the fights out there, getting it, my name out there, you know, showing people I'm about this and. I want this, you know, just as bad as the next guy, whoever's next in line, and uh, I'll take that guy. Not not trying to sound, like, cocky and arrogant and everything else. It's just I, I want it, you know, and right. I'm, I'm ready to show that and show whoever I need to show that. Uh, so, yeah, it's a... So, you were, off, you were talking about something earlier. We were talking about it, a possibility coming up, which reminds me of a story of my own. And back... Uh, in like 2000 and it might have been 14 2014 long time ago I'm an old man dude yeah. nine years ago bro oh, I fought twice in one week eight days apart from each other I fought on a Friday and a Saturday like a Friday Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, oh. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Saturday Jeez. and uh, that was a lot of fun I knocked a guy out in like 27 seconds the Friday, which was actually supposed to be more of a dangerous fight. Like, dude, I was actually nervous. My coaches, my coach Todd had kept telling me about this guy and how he beat the fuck out of this dude and, like, ended up losing in the third round because he got tired from beating the guy up so much. Like, okay. and the other guy was a, like, really well-known fighter around the area. Their names escaped me. Yeah. So I was nervous as shit, dude, and I went in there and I beat the Oh, I beat the fuck out of him for 27 that bell rang and no shit in like 2 seconds I was on him and just beat the mess out of him for 27 seconds the ref you know pulled me off 
and asked him to get up. Like, do you want to get up? And he was like, nah, I don't want to wear this shit. Yeah. So then I did that very next week. Mm-hmm. I fought on the on the base because there's a rule <clears throat> in Florida. Okay. In Florida, you can't yeah, you fight can't within fight. 10 days of each other. So I fought in Fort Walton Beach, <coughs> but then I went and fought on the Navy base, which is exempt. And uh, I went three rounds in that one, dude. <clears throat> well, this dude's tough as shit, but just the adrenaline and all that had taken such a toll on my body. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. I feel like fighting on the same night, your body still has that adrenaline, yeah. right, pumping through your veins, whether it's up or down or whatever. But you know, it has the lactic acid from you just being so tight and tense, yeah. especially after beating the fuck out of somebody. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't experience the, the tightness last night. I was calm. That was, I was yeah. the first night. I just, even after the fight, I just was very, yeah. Uh, let's, let's get out of this one. I was just ready to get out of that ring. Yeah. Uh, not in a bad way. Just ready for the next one. I went, I went to the gym last night instead of going out. I was going to go out. I got invited to go out. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go out. And I was like, Really are I really are following my ways, young grasshopper. Yeah, man. I never went out to the things. I always there was plenty of times I would right after the fight I would go go to the gym and work out and just like, especially after quick finishes like that, and uh, you have this energy you want to burn off, so you just want to go to the gym and just fucking get tired. And it well, it's so late one, no one's up to talk to. You know, I'm like, man, who am I gonna talk to right now? I'm excited. I'll, I'll talk for an hour and a half right now. Oh, dude, um, after fights, dude, I'll be up until, like, 5 in the morning. Just the adrenaline and everything is just it's crazy, especially after knocking someone out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't sleep last night. Like like you said earlier, you mentioned how many times you watched that video. Well enough. <laughs> well enough. I was excited. It was the first knockout for me on, on a stage like that, so it was cool. Yeah, man, it, it, it's really cool. And, and what's also really cool is, is the amount of respect you have there you know what i'm saying yeah yeah uh fuck i was gonna say i wasn't gonna say names but i don't really give two shits unlike old mayo out there flipping his and cutting off and i there's a level of class between people and that's just no class and i don't care if i get backlash for this one or not really they fuck backlash dude that's yeah. what this shit's for yeah. i don't give a I, fuck yeah. those dudes are douchebags yeah that, all that's of them arrogant, and, cocky yeah well and and you know what to be Some truthful, the guy that the guy that Mayo fought, I've seen him fight plenty of times, and there have been so many times he's come out in the first round and did exactly what he did to Mayo. The dude is a good fighter. No clue what happens to this motherfucker in between the first and second round, bro. Uh-huh. Something happens yeah. every fucking time. I don't know if he gets tired. I don't know if he just. I I don't know, it's and he all it's like it's it's like he almost always loses in the second round or the third round. He just gives it up. Like, like, not that he gives up. He makes a tactical mistake and gives it up. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, he was beating the shit out of Mayo that first round. That kid's not... That kid's not nothing. Man. Yeah, I just... I, I Like I said, like you said, respect. I, I just... I'm about that, you know? And, and it doesn't matter whether it's fight or whatever else so a lot of people don't have it anymore and and a lot of people wonder why people are so hateful so so this is this is the problem with the sport this is the problem with the sport people respect a respectful fighter more Mm -hmm. they don't want to pay to see him yeah yeah 
They want to pay to see Josh Mayo come, who is a douchebag persona. Yeah. Because he's putting on, like, he's just, he's just trying, he's, he's doing, he is doing exactly what he's trying to do. I mean, like, he's getting the reaction that he wants. I just think WWE is the best for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but at the end of the day, we're in the entertainment business. You have to have people who want to see us yeah, fight. Yeah, As a matter yeah, of fact, yeah. I'll tell you this, something. All these people that respect me, right, all these people that think that I'm such a good fighter and all these people that, that, that tell you these things and there are a lot of people because there's a lot of people that say it to me there's a lot of people that tell people who come to me and say this where are the ticket sales though right where's my where are my podcast listens uh-huh. right yeah. now if i was a douchebag honestly if i was running my mouth if i was going out there and i was doing the same exact level of fighting i'm doing but i was running my mouth and being obnoxious about it people would tune in because they would tune in to see oh god what is this guy going to say uh, right yeah, yeah it's just the it's, it's the world we live in it's the yeah. social media world we live in but it's always been that way yeah. who's the most famous boxer ever I mean first name pops in your head when you think boxing don't no, don't even think about it first name first name first name first name quick 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 quick, quick. stop Pac- thinking Pac- Pacquiao most people yeah, would but, say Muhammad Ali. But I was, I was, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Most famous boxer ever would probably be Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. who was known for his trash talking. People watched and wanted to trash talk. Yeah. The most, second most famous ever would probably be this day and age, Floyd Mayweather, known for his cockiness, his arrogance, his trash talking. You know yeah. what I mean? Most popular MMA fighter, Conor McGregor, pretty much, yeah, like yeah. popularity wise. Yeah trash talking you know what i mean it's just that's what people like they they want to see it and sometimes they want to see it because they want to see the trash talker win and sometimes they want to see it because they want to see him get his ass whooped either which way it's about selling them tickets yeah yeah i just don't sell tickets that's why i don't care same here bro everybody always wants to ask me when's your next fight what are you doing what's this what's that what's that what's that i'm like bro like buy a ticket then dude Yeah. Hit Dean Tool up and be like, "Hey, you need to have R. If 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 all you guys that want to see me fight, hit Dean Tool up and say, "Hey, man, I really want to see R. J. fight. If you have R. J. on the next card, I'm for sure coming. He'll put me on the fucking card. <laughs> That's how it works. Supply <clears throat> and demand, buddy. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm super proud of you, bro. I really am. I'm I'm, I'm happy um, that." You're enjoying where you are. I'm happy you're making some of the choices that you're making. And uh, it's it's really good to see the technique ramp up and and those things like that work out, man. You yeah. Know. It's been fun, man. I I yeah, it's been a it's been a interesting journey for sure. Came a long way over a year. Sixty five pounds down. Probably gonna drop another weight class here soon. Maybe you trying to go to seventy? I'll definitely go to seventy eventually, but I got, I got that fight coming up in July at so, eighty-five. So hear me out though. Yep. There's nothing wrong with where you are now, unless mm-hmm. in, in putting on some mass and kind of maintaining eighty-five. Yeah. You can go to seventy. That's fine. Yeah. I mean that's fine. You would be a big seven-year. Yeah. But a lot of people put that on a lot. It's just sometimes there is an advantage at being a little bit smaller at this weight class where people are killing themselves to get. Yeah. We'll see where your body levels out at, though. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I'm, I'm naturally still been dropping, so I'm just yeah. letting my body naturally do its thing and eat night and letting it 
cut cut all the fat out on its own right now. I guess. So. I don't know if you guys can hear my baby in there, but she is talking up a storm. It's so cute. It sounds like a little pterodactyl in there. Yeah, she does. She's watching the dancing fruit. So if you're wondering what that noise is, she is singing along with the dancing fruit in there. Um, well, dude, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? Anybody want to thank sponsors, things like that? Yeah, well, uh, man, yeah, we got Caleb Finley at Epic Construction. Long, long-term brother of mine, man. I love you. appreciate you guys. I Roman, uh, you're the man, Triple R Construction. We got Jason Coffee too. We can't forget that guy, Coffee Construction. Um, man, what else we got? Uh, Miller Fencing. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, Wyatt. Love you, Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt Miller, Miller Fencing. Don't forget that guy. Hit them all up if you need them. They're all based out of uh, Oregon, Wyatt's in Montana. They're great people, good people. Jason's here in Florida. Get a hold of them. Right on, right on. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Sorry about the week off. Um, just needed some time to get up some content. So don't worry. I'll definitely be covering the Lomachenko-Devin and Haney fight later on. Uh, I'm in the middle rounds right now watching it to see, um, was it a robbery? I don't know. Was it? We'll have to see. Thank you guys so much. This is In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin and my special guest, Chase the bag, the dream, the nightmare, the high, the everything, that Wolford. Yeah. yeah, that was epic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, I like that. I was like, all right, David. <laughs> Godspeed, guys.